mouth can testify more than my mind can comprehend. See, I've seen the wonders of your grace. I'm so sure that this is not the end. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. All right. So, activated increase. I said number one is what?
let me see those who have been following. Number two is what? Number one is desire. Number two is what? Action. And it is safe, it is safe to make them pluralized. Desires, actions, because sometimes one action is not enough. Actions, desires, actions. Number three. Number three. Olaman Shabaradava Secretiva Ladasis. Number three is the most important of all. Alright? I didn't make them in an orderly um, listing. But number three is very important of all. Very important. The God factor. If you remove God from it, forget it. Forget it. The God factor is very vital in your increase. And number four is what? Number four is what? Let me see if we can just deal out this thing right now. Cultivation. Cultivation. And I explained to us what I mean by cultivation. No farmer goes to plant and goes to bed. No farmer goes to plant and goes to bed. As a matter of fact, one time the Bible gave us a story of a farmer that went to plant and went to bed. It created a chaos. One time the Bible gave us a story of a farmer that went to plant. It created a chaos. And the Bible put it forth to us as a parable. As a parable. He said that the kingdom of God is like a man who has sown good seed in his field. He has sown good seed in his land and goeth to sleep. By the time the man is come back, thorns had grown. You should understand that thorns don't grow overnight. You don't plant yam right now. The yam grows tomorrow. No plant grows like that. It takes time. 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 And when the servant came and said to him, Master, look at this and this have happened. All he said was, an enemy had done this. An enemy had done this. So don't go to bed. Don't go to bed. you find that story in the book of Matthew 13 from verse 24 down to 30. Matthew 13, 24. Just write it down for the sake of documentation. Alright? It's very important for us to get into the understanding that you don't just sow a seed, okay? You don't just put an effort, put a plan, put a goal, put a vision, and go to bed. Don't go to bed. You will end up killing and destroying what 
you've done for yourself. All right. So that will get us to the next point. Now, let me add this. Let me add this. I made mention of it, but I just did passively. Cultivation includes, it goes as far as investment. All right? Cultivation in this matter goes as far as you have an understanding of investment system. Okay? Let me explain. Now, before we talk about increase, it means there is something we have on ground. Before we talk about giving, it means there is something we have to give. And we are trusting God that God will breathe upon what we have to offer and it will metamorphose into increase. So now, when increase begins to happen, when growth begins to happen, there is a system that God had made. It's a system that the banking world has um, developed. They have kidnapped from the Bible and all that things too. It is called investing. The church knows little about investing. We know more about savings. What savings does for you is that savings keep emergency funds for you. Savings keeps money for you. When you need it tomorrow, you have it. But investment secures a future for you. When you save money, you come back, you will meet what you left. When you invest, it adds interest. All right? I'm not talking about one spiritual thing. I'm talking about something literal, something physical. When you invest, it adds interest to what you left. Lot of us, lot of us, you have some nice money you've left in the bank right now that is doing nothing. You have some nice money you've left in the bank that is doing nothing. If you had put that money in, in a land five years ago, two years ago, or one year ago, that money will not be what it is right now. It won't be what it is right now. We have some money somewhere. We've got to use to do something that we shouldn't do. If you had put that money in the land, it wouldn't be where it is right now. A banker said to me, what bank account do you have with us? I said, savings account. So you don't have account. I'm like, do you know how much is inside? So you don't have account. The bank does not value you when you have savings account. They only value you because they need your money to give loan to people. They value you when you have accounts that lodge, that lock funds for a long period of time. Investment account. See, enter your bank often and ask them, what account do you have that are investment account? What account do you have? A lot of banks as it is, doesn't even give a good percentage on investments. So there are other things you can put your head into. If God gives you favor, that was the statement I made earlier, God does not expect you to continue your life in favor. Okay? That does, does that mean favor will stop coming? No. But God now expects you to have a plan, expect you to utilize what he has brought. There's a young man I know 
who was struggling for years. We prayed and prayed and prayed. Suddenly, he came into an abundance of about 80,000 Ghana cities. A guy just started changing his clothes, changing his shoe, went to get married, entered into business he had no plan about. Suddenly, everything came crashing. All he did was to rush to go and buy um, a car for Uber. As I'm talking to you now, all he has since that year till now is the Uber car, getting money in and out, in and out. Every other thing has crushed down. Money fly like wings. It fly like birds, rather. It has wings. So what you do with it is what becomes of you. Make good use. If you read um, Luke 6, 38, gave a story. That scripture can come from different um, angles. That scripture is talking about giving. That scripture is talking about investment. Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaking together. Make investments. Wise investment. And tomorrow, your investment will begin to take care of you in good measure, pressed down, in shaking, shaking together, running over. Running over. Please, believers, let's start changing our financial orientation. Now, some of you here have children who have grown up to 18 years. You have children who have grown up to 10 years, 5 years, 3 years. Let me ask you a question. Are you able to watch your child grow to that age? Why were you not able to also keep some money aside and allow the money to breathe? Allow the money to breathe till the age of your child now. So if you had bought a land the, the year you gave birth to that child, before you gave birth to that child, documented, even if the land is not for the child, it's for you. You documented that land in the name of your child. Let's say your child is 18 now. 18 years ago, that land could have been 1,000 cities, 2,000 cities. Right now, you should be selling that land nothing less than 30,000 or thereabout. Right now. Not, you won't be selling anything less than that. You are in a good country with good investment plans, good, um, what do they call it? I forgot what they call some of these hedge funds. By now, it has brought and yielded the dividends that you will not be struggling for the child's school fee right now. So we chop all the money, we press all the money into our current situation, forgetting about the future. Somebody will tell you, what if I die now? What if you die now? What if I die now? And if you are here, you are a man, you are married, I have an advice for you. Please, go back and recheck your nest of kin while you are alive. Oh, pastor, are you praying for me to die tomorrow? No, 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 I'm not, I'm not. Please, go back and check your nest of kin now that you are alive. Go and recheck who is there. Know the ones you want to live in your mother's name. Know the ones you want to live in your father's name. Then know the ones you want to put in your wife and your children's name. Somebody brought me a case recently. The husband left nest of kin in the father's name. His own father. You were single, that's fine. Now you are married, one child, two children, three children. Your mind have not told you to go and change it to your children or your wife's name. Now, the man is dead and the family are trying to siphon the funds 
the SNIT benefits. The Thanos iPhone, the SNIT benefits out from the woman's hand, and the woman will now be there struggling after laboring with the man for years. So please, please, you are a woman too. There's nothing wrong having your nest of kin on your children and all of that. Nobody, we, we pray, we pray, we do everything we have to do. We are believing God. God is going to keep us, give us long life. But at the same time, can you have the right plan? Can you put things in an orderly manner? Put things orderly. Don't leave the earth and leave fight for everybody. Your brother is fighting your wife. Your wife is fighting your brother, your sister. We all know the kind of family we come from, so we know what to do. Some of you now, if God forbid, if anything happened to you now, they will come and throw your wife out of the house. If anything happened to you now, your uncle and your mother, your brother, they will gather your wife and they will throw her out. So if anything happened to you now, your husband, they will come and seize the properties there because they will say that it's our sister's property. So except you have another thing in mind, except love your family, get them property, put it in their name. Put it in their name. But everything, do it. Do it around where you are. He said no sound. I think it's not from here. Mr. Eric, okay, said no sounds. Cry, I will hear. Check your sound. Is it okay now? Okay, so I just want to end this um, topic today because the next month we're dealing with something else. All right, number four is cultivation. Number five is seeds. 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 You want to activate increase. You want to experience increase. Understand that you can't do without seeds. All right, this falls back to what we're just talking about you can't do without seeds you want more children inject more into your wife you want more um, harvest you want one more money in your account save more money seeds seed speaks of anything that you can give today that can secure your future tomorrow seed it's not just what we know in church. Seed generally speaks of anything you can give today, anything you can do today that can secure your future tomorrow. I didn't say cultivation and seed. Number five, number four is cultivation. Number five is seeds. Number five is seeds. They are two different things. All right. You can't do without seeds. You can't. You can't. Plant as much as you want to reap. That is the concept. Plant as much as you want to reap. Plant, we're talking about increase. As much increase you want to experience, your seed should be measuring about that class. As much as you want to reap, your seed should be 
measuring about that class. You don't plant little and expect so much. You don't plant so much and expect little. If you plant much and what you are seeing is little, something is wrong. Something is wrong. Like I've also passively said, we live in a world that has become digitalized. Please spread yourself out. Spread yourself out. Think smart. Think fast. Think smart. Think smart. Think fast. Anything you are doing now that you are not involving technology inside, you might be outdated. Whatever you are doing now and you are not involving technology inside, you might just be outdated. I was on Twitter. I saw a woman who has over 10,000 Twitter followers. And I was, I was interested, not a young lady, a woman. I was interested to know what this woman does for a living. She does personal shopping in Nigeria, not in America, in Nigeria. She does personal shopping in Lagos. So you want meat, you want fresh meat, you want egusi, you want okra, you want food stuff, you want what you used to cook, yam, potato, and all of that. Then come to her tweet. She have her contact details. It's an office for her. Online, she has no physical shop. She does from her house. Online, reach out to her. I want this, I want this, I want this. She will give you an account, send in your money. She will go and buy your goose. Either order it to your house. If you are close, she will bring it herself or send her dispatch. That is what she does. This is a graduate who didn't get a job. She converted what she was good at doing or whatever she thinks she could do, made it digital, and that woman is making money. I remember recently somebody insulted a woman online to look at the kind of job you are doing. Your mates are doing something serious and all of that. A lady insulted her, and somebody else demanded for the woman's account, gave her a million naira as a gift. That's over 10,000 Ghana cities just to prove to the other person that this woman's hustle is not a wasted hustle. Listen, the world, has, the world has left where we are. Whatever you do now, you are selling food. Now, I was in Accra last time. I was, I was smiling. I'm like, now, you can order food anywhere. Every food, every food restaurant that is sensible now has a, a means of delivery. Every sensible food vendor has a means of delivery. Some don't even have a shop. They are in their house. They just have a publicity out there online, on Facebook and the rest. They have a delivery. They have a delivery. It has made the, the world easy. So what are you doing for yourself? You should either be in one of the food chain. Don't only be the consumer. Either you are the producer of what the food vendor needs, whether you are the one making the cassava, making the rice, baking the beans, making the pamoye that the food vendor needs, or you are the food vendor making the food, buying from the, the first planter or manufacturer, and you are the one making it, or you are, what is it called? You are the delivery man delivering the food for the food vendor. Lot of us, you are only a consumer. There's nothing you are creating. And this is what those who understand economy, they tell you that this world brings a decline to an economy. This world brings famine. This world brings 
issues, problem. This world is putting a lot of us in debt. You are only a consumer. There's nothing you are manufacturing. There is nothing you are producing. All you do is consume, spend and spend and spend and spend and spend and spend. So you check around the world. Any country that imports and does not produce is not rich. The richest countries are producers. They are producing one thing in one way or the other. Look at how China's economy has grown above a lot of countries. Why? China focused on manufacturing. China focused on manufacturing. Years ago, I think two, three years ago, I think it was Kuwait and Qatar. Kuwait and Qatar. There were these um, products that were being imported, I think from Kuwait to Qatar. Yeah, Kuwait is more of a factory place, more of a factory place. So Qatar just began to develop. So they were importing a lot of things from Kuwait. And there were some issues that happened. And Kuwait placed a ban on exporting those products to Qatar. They placed a ban. Do you know what Qatar did? Qatar pushed in all their resources, all their energy. That was how they now opened a visa route for Africans to come and work on contracts. Began to take in Africans, began to take in Africans on contract one year, five years, ten years, like that. And all they were focusing on was to build their economy, nothing else. So they began to plant, they started farming, they started doing the things they were not doing before, started creating systems. Right now, they have made peace, but Qatar does not need to depend on Kuwait anymore to import those products. Their economy has now shut up. The economy have now shut up. But when you don't have a mentality of creativity like our African people and our African government, when a nation shuts you out, they begin to beef you because they feel they have what you need. We'll go and beg. Yeah, you see all our senators, all our ministers of transport, they will enter the uh, government jet, gather like beggars, fly to France, fly to Russia, and they go there sharpening their teeth and taking pictures and posting. Nothing else. We are lazy. That's what they are saying. We are lazy. We cannot think well. Please, we don't want to die of hunger. We don't, we don't want to die of hunger. Just explain to me. Explain to me. I don't, I don't know much about economics. Explain to me, all right, like somebody who doesn't know anything. How is Russia and Ukraine war so impounding on our economy in Africa, okay? Our petroleum has shot up. Our food has shot up. Housing is going up. Everything is going up. When we own the natural resources. Oh, Russia has the highest um, distribution of petrol. Who owns the crude oil? We own it. Nigeria has more than enough. Ghana has some. Gold is very expensive in Ghana, even cheaper in Dubai, but Ghana is the one where they dig out the gold from. Liberia, you can't even see diamond, but Liberia has um, diamond as one of them, mineral, one of the poorest countries in Africa, Liberia, but they have diamond. The white comes. So what they've done, what they've done is that you get visa-free, if you can get Liberia passport, it is visa-free for you to go to the U.S. But to get Liberia passport, 
it's easier to die and resurrect for, than for a Liberian to get a Liberia passport. It is easier to die and come back to life than for a Liberian to be able to afford a Liberian passport. They can't even afford it. They can't even afford it. So you see, get there, you see a lot of whites. They gave them a dollar called Liberian dollar. Liberian dollar, one Liberian dollar, I'm not sure it's even up to uh, three CDs. What am I saying? It's not even up to one CD. One Liberian dollar is not up to one CD. Yet they have diamond. So you get, they see a lot of white people. Till now, till now, Liberia people live in thatch houses. They make with wood, butcher. That's what they till now, till now. Families. The way you see Liberia come, that is how it is in most area of Liberia. But they have diamond. So what is wrong? We have gold in Ghana. We have one of the largest cocoa farms in the world. We have one of the largest cocoa farms. We have it. So we refuse to invest in factories. We could have been bringing, the white people should have been the one looking for visa to come to Africa because they are coming to work. We establish factories. Look, look at what the church is doing. If only we, they can hand over, they, they should say they are tired, hand over the government to pastors and see if Africa will not change. Winners Chapel currently is building the largest seated church in the world. Largest church auditorium in the world. The largest in the world. And called the Ark. Alanti has uh, 5,000, is it 5,000? Um, 1,000 elevators and travelators inside. All right? I think so. I can't remember the figure. The washroom, no. I think it's about 150. 150 elevators and travelators. 150 or 200. The washroom, the toilet, and the bathroom inside is 1,000. The, com the company holding the contract, the company holding the contract for the roofing said that the project is too big for them to be exporting their product. So they came to create a factory inside the project site to manufacture the roofing sheet and some material they need to build. Are you getting it? They came to they came to plant a factory. They came to plant a factory inside the the, the building inside the place. That's where they, they came to plant their factory to produce the things they will need. Look at dynamis. When they were building dynamis, government have to call to come and investigate. Because that was even inside COVID. Where did the church get money from to build such thing? If the pastor is not stealing or they thought somebody was somewhere, they, they check, they search everything, they didn't see anything. So we can blame the church for all we care. But if we actually sit down and consider, it's high time that we, we the government will sit down and start adding the men of God to their cabinet members or start handing the government over. Because let's say, let's agree, church is taking tithe, church is taking offering, they are taking seed, okay. And they are doing such heavy projects. Okay, so they are utilizing 
the income that is coming. So now, you that is taking tax by force, you that is taking tax, you are increasing tax, you are adding tax, what are you doing with it? So if we are actually liberal in thinking, we will realize that the way blames have been apportioned to the church, to prayer, to tithe and offering, is not a problem. The government are just looking for what to cover. People still pray in America. Forget all you see going on on social media. People pray in America. There are churches in America. People pray in Europe. People pray in Dubai. Yeah, they pray. There are churches there. They meet and they pray. So the problem is just that we don't have the right thinkers. And while we blame the government, we are talking about ourselves now. What are you doing for yourself? What are you doing for yourself? Because it starts with one person. Most of us complain that if they put you in that government, you will do worse than the president that is there. You will be worse. That president was the one, an ordinary person like us, and he once complained about the economy. Now he has entered there. And it looks like once you enter there, you become a fool or there's a spell controlling you. Hmm? Or there's a manual that you read and behave like a robot. So you no more think very well. You have to think in a very different way that makes you difficult. So I said that a seed is anything that you do or you give that secures your future. So when you hear seed, don't only shut your mind on giving. No. You went to school, that's a seed. You are going to school, that is a seed. You are raising your children, is a seed. A seed is anything, anything that goes ahead of it, that outlives you to secure the future. So any of it, plant a lot of it. Increase, plant a lot of it. Plant a lot of it. Number six, number six, number six key to activating increase is thanksgiving 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 Psalm 67, verse 6. Psalm 67, and verse 6. And talking about seed, please plant your seed early. Those of you that have business models, business ideas, and you are waiting for carpenter or carpenter, I don't know what you are waiting for. Please, can you start from somewhere? Start from somewhere. Start from somewhere. God knows how to multiply it. All right? Start from somewhere. Whether it's, your, it's a seed of giving or whatsoever, you get the means. You are a young person. You get the means to get married early. Get married early. Okay? Get married early. It's a seed. Just imagine... You get married at, at the age of 23, 21. By the time you are 32, just imagine how old your child will be. By the time you are 40, 50, 
they have grown to be matching up with your energy and helping you make life easy. Then you are 50 and your child is not 10 years old. Your child is 15 years old. Listen, I'm not saying it's a competition. I'm not saying you have not given birth at that age. It means you are finished. No, I'm only saying, I'm only saying, plant your seed early. Whatever seed you want to plant, whatever business you want to start, start it early. I was talking with a mentor of mine a few days ago. He happens to be a known prophet in this country. And he told me, he said, look at me. I have a major regret in my life. First time I've seen this man emotional. Known, if I mention the name, I'm sure 90% of you here know him. 90%. said, I have regrets in my life. I was like, what's the regret, sir? He said, I didn't establish myself early. I was busy chopping life, going left and right. I'm not talking that he was in the world, a Christian, a prophet already. And I said, what happened? He said, years ago, Prophet Bushiri was kneeling down in my office, holding my feet that he wants to prophesy. I was shocked to my bone. I knew why he was emotional. See, Bushiri was in my office holding my feet that he wants to prophesy. I should please show him the way. I should impact him. I prayed for him, but I didn't get time for us to really talk. So we didn't really get close. So years later, I was, or years before that, he was in the UK also. He was told that Hubert um, Angel was around to see him. Prophet Hubert Angel was around to see him. And he didn't get time also to attend to Prophet Hubert Angel. So he was still very young then, but he was doing mighty things. He said, but right now, both of them, they are ahead of me. They can't prophesy more than me, but when it comes to physical achievement, they are ahead of me. Say, I can't, I can't match. Say, look, is it this short now? My members are not up to 2,000, but Bushiri can boast of over 10,000. Hubert Angel can boast of over 10,000, but I can't even boast of it. The problem, I have what they were looking for, but I did not establish myself early. I was just doing guest minister here and there, doing program. And we got that crowd, got that crowd, fill up trade fair, feed up at craft centers, go to a nation. When they began to show me nations he has preached, over 50 countries, over 50 countries. People are still gathering right now. People are still gathering, but he said, this is not what I would have been if I had established myself early. I thought, oh, it was not important. Say, my son, don't repeat my mistakes. Don't repeat my mistakes. Don't wait to get it all figured out before you start establishing yourself. So I'm, I'm lending somebody a wisdom my, a father gave to me. I'm lending you a wisdom a father gave to me. Don't wait to have everything figured out before you begin to live your life. Don't wait to have everything figured out before you start living your life. Start out with what you have. Just have your goal, have your dreams, keep pressing on it. This is why I don't joke with mentors, I don't joke with fathers, I don't joke with staying around them. I don't. Every time I hang around them, I live with, I come to ask questions, I don't come to collect money. How you bought your car does not concern me. How you bought your private jet, I'm not interested. I always come around there for one thing. 
what were the mistakes that you made? What were the mistakes that you made? If you were my age again, what would you have done? These are the things I asked them. Oh, what concerns me are your car? Because if I can do the things you do, eh, I can buy the car that you are buying. If I can do the things you do, I can buy the cars that you are buying. If I can, what was the mistakes you made? How did you get here? What do you think, if you were given the chance to come back to be my age again, what would you have done differently? What wouldn't you have done? And when they tell me, I register it. This is my, one part of my source of wisdom. It's part of, I don't care about your car. I don't care. So I don't even know what they drive. I don't even know. I've not seen their car. Some have seen their car. I know some have Bentley, Rolls Royce. I don't care. Let me just know what you know. Leave me. Then we'll know if the car will not come or not. I was shocked till now. Every time I remember that thing the man said to me, I feel chills. I could see him very emotional. Now, Prophet Hubert Angel has a son who now stands in the gap for his ministry. Grown-up boy. He said to me, I didn't get married early. I was saying, no, I've not found the right, right person. I was saying I was not ready. Let me establish myself first. Right now, his eldest son should be about 10 years old. Yes, the eldest child, daughter rather, should be about 10 years old. Apostle Suleiman said something. He said, the only regret I have in my life now is not getting married early. That's the only regret I have now, nothing else. The only regret I have now in my life is I didn't get married early. I was busy chasing money, chasing life. See, by now, my children would have been grown, doing what others can do. Thank God for people that will come around you, lovers, ministers, and all. But they, won't, they wouldn't have done for you, neither would they do for you what your own blood would have done for you. There are some also who become unlucky that their children also are not doing, they never want to be pastors. But no matter how bad all of them will turn out, at least there will be one. There will be one person that will even stand in the gap to cover the space. When I look at the man, actually, while he was talking, I look at Bushiri, even with what he's doing in Malawi, I look at Prophet Hubert Angel, even with what he has done in the UK, and what he has, the hypodrome they have built now in Zambia, I could tell of a truth, the gap is different. The capacity is different. I almost, I knew that he's not somebody who lies. He doesn't talk too much. I would have asked him, sir, are you sure of what you are saying? Bushiri came to beg you to prophesy. If this man prophesies fire is for prophecy, preaches the word and all, but he said, my physical achievement is not like them because they took the initiative. He said, I know when they caught the grace. I know. I know when, the moment they caught the grace, they took action. Bushiri moved to South Africa, established a church, and he stayed there. But me, I was here today. I was there next week. I was there next month. I was there next. I was just running from pillar to post, pillar to post, pillar to post. I made money. I made money. So I bought a house in the U.S. I bought a house in Canada, seated in acres. Those who live in abroad knows what it means to buy a house on five acres of land. To buy a house. That is on five acres of land with anything you can think of is there. That was how rich he is. But I said, right now, that's not what I'm looking for anymore. The legacy I would have left has been shaken. The house he built a few years ago in Ghana, it was a talk of the town. It went on TV. It was a talk of the town. 
He was a talk of the town. Told me, he said, the land where the church is alone is $2 million. That's what we bought the land where we used to build this church. $2 million. Right now, he's going to buy another plot of land. He said it's 200 plots of land he want to use to build. Is it 200 plots or 200 acres? I can't remember. That 200 plots or 200 acres. He says, now I want to enter the real vision. But I would have done this long ago. So there's somebody listening to me. There's something you are doing. There's something you want to do. You are trying to calm yourself down that, oh, with time, with time, with time, very soon, very soon. You don't have it all figured out. Don't worry. Start somewhere. If you fail, start again. If you fail, stand up. Start again. Just don't, don't pack yourself and just sit down. It's better you start and you fail. In fact, be careful of anybody who have never failed. Be very careful. Anybody who have never failed, be, be afraid of them. Anybody, if you want to do a business with somebody, you want to partner with somebody, ask them, have you failed before? If they say no, don't partner with them. Because you might be the first person they will start failing with and they will waste your money. Be careful of anybody who has never failed. If you fail, stand up. Started a business, you failed, stand up. You started a vocation, you failed, stand up. You entered the marriage, you failed, get up, get married again. You dated, the first one failed, second one failed, third one, stand. Oh, pastor, so should you be doing trial and error? That's not what I'm saying. All I'm saying is don't stop because of your failure. Don't stop because of your difficulty. Don't stop. Don't stop. A very popular man of God, not just in Ghana, in the world, not in Africa. Known, known, known. Somebody was telling me how it was his junior pastor that helped him to write an international exam for him to pass. Very popular man of God. Very, if I mention the name, you will shout Jesus. Somebody very close was talking to me, we were talking recently, and he said it was his junior pastor that helped him to write an exam that he passed. And right now, the man is up there doing everything. And But at the beginning, certain things didn't make sense. He couldn't get some international license. He couldn't. He couldn't. So please, start something. Start something. Build something. Build something. Build a brand. Build a name. Don't be afraid. Start that restaurant. Start that business. Start that marriage. Oh, right now, I want to make some money first and put things together. It will come. Start that marriage. Get married. I was telling somebody days ago, I said when I was getting married, yes, they were they had some little money, but I didn't know how everything would be put together. I didn't know. I did I did I didn't have everything all figured out. I didn't have. But I started the whole thing. Before you know it, all I was saying was give me the bill. Give me the it was like magic. It was that I was done when I, I till now I can't wrap around how much I spent. If I try to think about it, you give me a headache. I was telling my I was like, with that money cry, would have buy me a car. Just imagine nonsense thinking. Would have bought me a very nice car. But it wasn't all figured out. It wasn't all figured out. And that is how it what it is and how it is working with God. If you figure everything out, then you are not working with God. God wants to carry you on a journey of faith. Faith means you don't really know. You don't know everything. How are you going to do it? I don't know. But we are just going. I don't know. So uh, what will be the next? I don't know. You see, 
if you stay around the great people here, eh, they have a plan, no, but that plan is just there. They don't know what is next. Except those who are trying to deal mentally that, oh, I have a plan for 50 years, 20 years. It's good. But with all your plan, a very great man called the late Dr. Mines Moreau, who teaches about purpose and plan and all of that, at one time came out and said he already have a plan of what the family will do for the next 50 years. Where is he today? He's gone. He's, he's gone. He's gone. He's dead. He's dead. You don't figure God out. I'm not saying that was what killed him, or don't get my picture wrong. All right? I'm not saying he died because he had a 50-year plan. No, 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 no. But you don't know what tomorrow will be. Have your plan, but follow God. Follow God. Yield to God per time. Trust him. Trust him. Don't live your life by chance. Trust him. Have a plan. Live your life in his hand. Father, I trust you. Lord, I know that you alone will do it. I'm about to start this thing. How will I finish it? I don't know. I just know that God will make it possible. Stay with God. Stay in prayer. Stay with good and godly ideas. Execute them. Desires. Network with the right people. Network with the right people. Network with the right people. Network with the... I can't overemphasize on this thing. You need men. Network with the right people. The best talent with the wrong support will die. The worst talent with the right support will rise. The best talent with the right support will go up. The best talent with the wrong support will die. You need the right people, thinkers, teamwork, advisors. We need different level of people in your life. Those who advise you, those that we think for you, those that we partner with you financially, get on, get on something. Move on it. Move, 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 move. My advice for everyone that have a government job: get a brand in your name, get a business in your name. Okay, there are two ways to sell a brand. There are two ways. Look for something that nobody has done to do, carve a niche, or look for something somebody else has done and rebrand it. Either way. Hair product has been in the market. People have been selling Wivon for over 100 years. I think so. I don't know. Attachment and Wivon. Okay, let's say 50 years. Let me not exaggerate. People have been selling attachment and Wivon over 50 years. But to date, we still have different kind of an attachment. 20 years ago, 30 years ago, there was nothing like Brazilian hair. Right? Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I, I might miss the st statistics, but I, I think so. All I'm saying is somebody rebranded what was already there. Okay? Somebody rebranded. So now you check the market. There are other products, Remy, and all of that, and that, and that, and that, and whatsoever. The same thing. Somebody just changed it. So there are two ways to make put a brand out there in the market that will still make you global, make you popular, make you a household name. It's two things. Carve a niche. Start something new. We'll look for what does not exist around you, what is not there, or look for something else, rebrand it, avoid copyright, set up a new strategy. Every day, somebody will open a restaurant every month. What happened to the old ones? Somebody walked in there, 
looked at it, looked for what they are missing, looked for their weakness, looked for their strength, doubled up on their strength, worked on their weakness, and brought out a brand. There are banks out there. People are saying that this bank is the best. It is not because the bank is not counting, they are counting good. The same money they are counting. But check them, some customer service is different. Some say, oh, this network is better than this network, even though they are charging more. The person looked at the other person's weakness, capitalized on it. Somebody somewhere is saying, oh, um, this church is better than that church. Hey, this church there, and this one there, they have a condition. This one, the man of God can preach. This one, the man of God can preach. This one, the pastor, he doesn't preach, oh, doesn't prophesy, but the way he can love you, the way he's so caring. Somebody took advantage of somebody else's weakness and rebranded it. That is how this life work listen your greatness is at your fingertip your prosperity is at your fingertip your next level is at your fingertip can you just think it through and boldly take a step and allow god to back you up if you fail don't forget start again start again you failed again start again it's closed start again don't give up don't give up it will work it will bow. It will work. Take your eyes off your excuses. Put your eyes on the possibilities. It will work. I tell you the truth. It will work. It will work. Somebody say it will work. Somebody say it will work. It will work. Some of you, God will not allow anybody to employ you. God will not allow anybody to employ you. Not because God hates you. God wants you to start out something that has never happened. Or God wants you to rebrand something. He wants to make you so wealthy. Beyond, what's the name of the current richest man now? I don't know if it has changed. Elon Musk. What is Elon Musk doing that is new? Tell me. What has he produced that has never existed before? Tesla. There's been cars before Tesla that are solar powered or electric charged or cars that drive themselves. Yeah, there's been cars. China has some. But then Lomos came and brought it on a higher scale. He came and added, look, traveled and look for things to add to it. Look for things to add. When you enter, please observe. You are listening to me now. You are into food. You are into clothes. You are into hair. Have you traveled to other hair companies, hair vendors, hair products? Just enter the enter. Find out what are they doing. It's not, no, it's not foolishness. Copy, copy. You won't die. Copy. I go to churches. Yes. I sit down. How did the choir sing? I was telling myself, those around me, I've said it again and again. By the time we are ready, ready to come back to do ministry, if you can't sing, you are not permitted to join choir. All those things, oh, let's just gather them. They will be learning. Not in my church. You are not permitted. I love music. The prophetic works with music. Go and join Osha. I know you have a good you, you have a good desire. I understand you. Go and stay in Osha. Stay there. Stay in prayer department. But my choir, don't come near. If there are only two, they should be there. No, I, I I go around. What kind of what kind of pastor do I want to be? How are this how did this, this one treat members? This one shouted on the member. How did this one do that? 
How did this one do this? How don't, don't touch microphone. Don't touch microphone. If I catch you, you are singing basa basa. You come near microphone, you are finished. Don't come near. Stay far. I go around and I observe. I've done it before. I've pastored for years, but I discovered I think there's something I'm missing out. And I keep looking. Okay, the church that are thriving, is there something they are doing differently? Okay, I'm seeing the media power now. I'm seeing that the media has a, a very strong power when it has to do with church. Okay. I'm seeing that music have a very strong power. Money is a very major tool. Okay, that is fine. What else are they doing? Is it prophecy? But this one is not prophesying, and yet they are big. So what did they do differently? Okay, I see excellence here. I see they have people that have their, their right leadership. So I go around and I observe these things. So you sit down, observe, go to places, pick things, couple it together. And when you come brother, like, wow, you are different. Even the person you copy from will tell you that you are different. The person you copy from with, ah, you are different. Oh, wow. No, 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 no. No. Pick, pick, pick from all angles. Put it together. They won't even know that it's them. When they look at you from one angle, some people will come and see me, sir. You talk like Apostle Suleiman. Somebody else will come. Somebody already was telling me, you're talking like Bishop Oyedepo. The other one came. Ah, you're talking like this thing. Don't worry. By the time we arrive, you will know. You won't even know where we are coming from. All we, you will see is the result. So if you like Bishop Oyedepo, you have no choice than to like me. You like Pastor Chris, you have no choice than to like me. You like Apostle Suleiman. So I will give you every corner, give you every angle. There's nowhere to run from. Every angle will give it to you. Sit down. Sit down. That business can be better. That job can be better. That marriage can be better. Your finance can be better. Sit down. Sit down. Look through. Look through. Ask questions. Observe. Observe. When you enter places, observe. Me, the kind of pastor I want to be, the kind of pastor I want to be, I'll carry my, my, my staffs, carry my leaders, Travel with them for church program. I'm going for a major program. I will carry all of them. I will carry them. Let's go for a church program. I will sit them down. Learn what I'm learning. If I come back and see nonsense, so you don't have excuse. You will know what I know. Learn what I learn. Impact them. So every angle is covered. The right leader with the wrong team is a failure. A right leader with the wrong team, F9, will be the result. The wrong team that have a good leader will also be in problem. Or the right team, rather, that have a wrong leader will also be a problem. I think yesterday I put up a write-up through my status about leadership. Please, Princess, screenshot all that post before it will disappear very soon. I need it. I need it. All of them, all my posts on my WhatsApp, not all concerning the leadership. I need it. I, I forgot I was supposed to type it out. Screenshot it, type it for me on notepad and send it to me. Please, please, let's wake up. Let's wake up. Is somebody following me? Are you here? Are you here? Are you here? All right. The world has changed. If you don't understand it, you don't embrace it. Now, we are online because some people are, some are online because they are at work. Some are online because the country they are in, the time zone, they are still about midnight or early morning. 
all right some are closed from church from their time zone yes some are not feeling fine and all of that so if we didn't embrace technology to preach the gospel so that means the person that is at work won't be going to won't hear the word of god today the person who is still out of a time zone probably they are even on duty at work today by the time it's seven o'clock they have to go for their business go for their job and they are not able to attend church they won't hear the word of god today the person sick won't hear the word of god today so look around you embrace what god has already made available whether social media came from satan or anywhere don't worry god have sanctified it will sanctify it will use it take advantage of what you see around change it tweak it twist it add something to it eh? go out there you there's nothing wrong with copying don't don't feel bad about copying copy the good part don't copy everything that's where the problem is don't copy everything that we will not everybody will now know i think a pastor resigned from a ministry and started a church created a logo if you see the logo the same thing with the church where he resigned from the church name let's say the church name is um opm and now change it to orm i said god didn't call you that was all i said god didn't call you or your brain is not working it's two things either god did not call you or your brain is not working so all at the end of the day why did why 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 what are you doing what are you doing i saw a woman that put her signboard in accra somewhere around spinters and put a uh, archbishop um Besidaosa, late as the spiritual father i said you think this will make your church grow no it won't make your church grow a young man started a church in this town his church offended him he, he left and went to start a church somewhere around and put pastor chris i called him oh may i talk oh, i won't mind you i called him i said god why are you putting pastor chris on your distance oh you see um he's a partner for uh what is he called um what do they call this their rhapsody of reality is a partner so i said so it does that give you the right first of all to put it eh, it doesn't really matter he knows the pastor i've talked to the pastor i said okay but two things this will not make people come to your church if that is what you are up to you want to attract pastor chris member or christ embassy members this will not make them come if at all they come you that i know you want to act like they want to warn him okay I called him. I didn't delay. I called him very fast. If at all Christ Embassy members come to your church, I know you. You behave like, what is it called? You want to behave like Apostle Suleiman. You want to prophesy. So Christ Embassy members now, maybe they left the church or they came to the church and they saw their pastor's face. They wanted to come to you. They now enter, so they now sat down. And they enter, you want to now be like Apostle Suleiman. Somebody shot fire they will be confused and uncomfortable like what is going on here we came to hear the calm atmosphere the joyful music the joyful teaching so when they come they don't get that joyful atmosphere they don't get that swag they don't get that excellence they are looking for they're going to walk out and you i know you don't have excellence you don't have swag you don't have it is my is is somebody i talk to so me I, I tell him as, as it is in my mind i tell him as it is in my mind 
So I spoke to him. He was trying to make me a friend or a colleague. After I talked to him two, three times, he knew that what is in this head is not is not the same thing what is in, what's in his head. He gave me chance. So anytime he see me, ah, senior, 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 say, thank God you know now that somebody is senior to you. We are not mates. That's, that's lack of wisdom. It's not ministry you are doing. And I told him, I said, this thing will close. It's not because maybe God didn't call you, but you are doing it out of anger. Go back to your pastor. Go and beg them that you want to. He said, no, he will stand and he will do this thing. I said, okay, no problem. Two weeks later, they, they called him and said, um, what happened was it was a mistake. They accused him wrongly. They wouldn't have taken this step and all of that. He should come back. He went back. And I called him, I said, I didn't see your decision again. So, you see, um, they called him to apologize. I said, but I told you that this thing will close. I told you, don't know what you are doing. Once you begin to copy, 100% copy, then there's no originality. You are not called to found anything. The moment you begin to copy 100%, you are not called to found, whether it's business, anything, you are not called to be a founder. Stay under somebody, stay under a name, stay under a business and contribute your best. And you can still be, you can still be useful there. 100% copy. It's called plagiarism. There's something wrong with it. It's not God. Nah, it's not God. It's not God. Just imagine you now open a church suddenly because you came out of Catholic church or whatsoever. And next thing you are using a cross, you are using a chaplet, you are using all the distance they use, and all you now do is to try to now turn it one way, to now totally forget it. You are, you are copying. If God spoke to you, he's going to give you a template of what to do. If God spoke to you, if God called you, the Holy Spirit is full of ideas. Thank you. Full of ideas. Full of ideas. That's when I look at I look at believers who go to change Davido's beat. They go to change uh, Chatawale's beat, change Stone Boy's beat, and now add the Christian ladies on top. Bankrupt of knowledge, empty-headed believers. Empty-headed, senseless, empty. They will call it cover what? What do they call it? I see cover. There's something they call it. Song cover or album cover. It's a name they give it. No, there's nothing in your head. Carrying Davido's beat, changing the beat, and you are now coming to put um, this thing on top. It might sound nice. We might dance and all of that. But Charlie, it's, it's not wise. It's not wise. The Holy Spirit have the... Look at a young man like Theophilus Sunday, for an example. That guy is the clearest example of what God can do through originality. Theophilus Sunday, his songs, you don't find any copyright. In fact, he does not even add copyright to his song. He doesn't care who takes the song. The guy does not do his song. He just wants to please God. And the Holy Spirit keeps downloading. I listened to Frank Edward last time. He said, I don't, I don't have a song book. He said, ever since I started doing music till now, I don't have a book where I write music that I, I don't write songs. God just brings them. I record them on my phone. Or if I'm in the studio, I enter the studio record. I sleep there. I Sometimes I'm in the studio for three months. I don't talk to anybody. I don't go for any program. Spraying, speaking in tongues, recording. God will give me the tone. Give me, when I come out, that is it. A young man recently who reached out to me, God gave him a song. Nice, powerful song. Send me the song and all of that. Next thing he said, oh, they are adding some mixing. If I know, they change the tone. And I called him and said, come. You will soon lose what God gave to you. When God gave you the song, he gave you a tone with the song. Don't try to sound 
refurbish. Don't try to sound this generation. Sound what God gave you. Forget how it looks like. Sound it. There are men who have stayed on ancient stone. Men like Nadanebasi. Men like Dusin. The lady like Victoria Orenzi. They don't try to sound modern. No, they don't. They try to sound Jesus 100% and Holy Ghost. And see them. Look at where they are. Look at where they are. I was, I was somewhere Jumento was ministering um, some months ago, three, four months ago. Jumento said, I can do scales. I can do scales. Ooh, I can do it. But the kind of ministry God has given to me does not need scales. So let me give you an example. He took a song, he asked people, shouted, said, but I can't do it. I minister with men of God who need the move of the Spirit, who need songs of revelation to minister. Those are those I work with. So running scales will not help their ministry. This guy understood his niche. No wonder he's different. He understood it. Sonebadu didn't really have a niche. All Sonebadu had was smartness and he had this aggrandized ginger. He had this energy. All Sonebadu's songs, 80% were old songs. All of his songs, 80% old songs. Baba, hey, Baba went there for heaven. It's a very old Nigerian song. Old. So he went to pick old song, Nigerian song, Ghanaian song, South African song, met them, used his contact and his energy and pushed them and the guy became a voice. That's what I told you. There are two things. Either you carve out a niche for yourself or you rebrand what was there. Rebrand what was there and make the difference. Number five, Number six, the last one. I'm already done. I think I've already given. I've already given too much. We've entered business. We've entered psychology. We've come to Bible and everywhere. Number six is Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Psalm sixty-seven, verse six. Thanksgiving. I just pray and hope that somebody is learning something this morning. You see, years ago, the movie industry was booming. Still booming now. Particularly the African movie. We didn't really get the support that was needed like the Hollywood and the rest of them. But those who were running in the Nollywood, some in the Gallywood and the Kumawood, now did something for themselves. Some took advantage of YouTube. They took advantage of YouTube. One, the Nigerian created something called Iroko TV, like Netflix. You can find all Nigerian movies there watch it those that own the movies and some royalties no youtube now pays them so what they do they don't care before you have to buy a cd plate before they can be paid now they don't care anymore so what they do they put people together buy um do their things put out a movie put out on youtube for you to go and watch free have you ever asked yourself how are they earning money now people do skits it's not like a movie, but short movie. Skit is just a short movie. They put it out on Facebook, on YouTube, reels, on Instagram, and all of that. You watch them and you laugh. Have you ever asked, how do they get paid? The platform they are posting, it now pays them. Facebook pays them. YouTube pays them. I was seeing days ago, a Nigerian movie actor and actress and producer had had a million views on a movie she put out that didn't even take up to one month as had a million views on the movie. And at the end of the day, when they, yes, 
13 million views. One of them, when they went and estimated, she posted an estimate of the views and what she gets she get in one year. They discovered that this person makes up to $10 million in a year. $10 million in a year. Somebody who saw the future, somebody who saw the market have shifted. Some people have gone out of movie now. Some have gone out of movie because nobody was paying again. Nothing. It wasn't bringing money. But somebody was smart enough, took it to another level, and did something else. $10 million in the year without selling the CD plate. So what they now do is they get the ones that do good movies, go to the cinema and sell their movie first in the cinema with a strong copyright. And they use they now use social media and other platforms to sell it out. Their social media page is paying them. YouTube page is paying them. Facebook page is paying them. I learned, what is his name? Cristiano Ronaldo. I think he has the highest Instagram followers in the, in the world. I think Cristiano Ronaldo has the highest Instagram followers in the world. I think so. And he's being paid. Somebody should help me Google it again. Listen, when I say these things, we are not trying to compare worldliness. I want you to think and find out what are you doing with yourself and the things around you. Somebody should help me Google how much is Cristiano Ronaldo paid per, per uh, post on Instagram. Just go to Google. How much is Cristiano Ronaldo paid per post on Instagram? So, I want you to just think within yourself. We are praying. We have Bible. We are on fire. I'm happy. But I want us to also get burdened. He's getting money from his football club. Yeah, they are paying him. But by using Instagram, by using Twitter, Facebook alone, a guy has been paid. A guy that was, I've forgotten his name. I don't really follow football anymore. A guy that was hired by one of the Arab clubs, they told, they said part of his deal, every time he makes a tweet, I've forgotten the name, a very popular footballer, anytime he makes a tweet, $3.32, nah, that's, you didn't, that's not the right information. Go and recheck. Not how much Instagram pays per tweet. How much do they pay Cristiano Ronaldo for each tweet, each thing that he put? Okay, so there will be a lot of information. But you see now, in a summary, he gets more than a million dollars for one post on Instagram. Okay? The same Instagram you are using now. Okay, let's just leave it at one million dollars. Let's leave it at one million dollars. The same Instagram that you are using, the same Instagram that you have, you are posting all your neck and your, your waist and your ears and everything. Sandro Ronaldo earns a whooping of 3.2 million per post, not per year, not per month. One post, he will just come. I am hungry. Boah, 3.2 million. I am not feeling fine. Boom, 3.2. You see now, those people now, the funny thing is that they have come to a level where those things doesn't move them. Even their money doesn't move them. If it is me, a day, one post is 3.2 million, and then there will be a problem. Because a day, Charlie, there will be a problem. How are you? 5 a.m. 7 a.m. Is everybody okay? By 7 o'clock, I feel like dancing. By 9 o'clock, I'm tired though. By 10 o'clock, Charlie, one day, I'm there. 
I'm sure like 500 posts per day. Instagram, they will close their company. But that is one thing that happened when you get to certain dimension. So you see, what that is called is personality marketing. All right? Personality. Marketing your personality. Grow your personality. People will buy you. So people are not buying Instagram. They are not paying Instagram. They are paying because of his person now. Instagram is paying him because he will bring a lot of traffic to their page. One post from Cristiano Ronaldo. Go and check his page now. Check how many comments follow his post. How many view. Check it. So him alone can drag a lot of people to come to their page. He may learn to drag a lot of people to come to their app. So if Cristiano Ronaldo say now, nah, I want to leave Instagram, Instagram will call him and they will beg. Instagram will call him and they will beg, say, please, don't go. You want another app? Okay, open another and this thing now, but stay here, don't go. Just be posting. Before you know, they will give him an endorsement deal. Okay, want to give you a deal, want to give your son a deal. Just because a personality has invested enough in himself, he has now become a brand. I don't know how to say what I'm saying again, but I don't know if somebody getting what I'm trying to communicate at all. Are you getting what I'm communicating at all? Are you getting it at all? Build yourself. Create value. Create value. Don't sit down as if nothing is happening. Don't sit down. Build value. Build value. Fame. Mon you don't chase fame. You don't chase money. Chase, create value. All of these things we trust to the direction of value. All of these things are going to run to the direction where value is. Don't chase fame. Don't chase value. Don't, all of these things will run to the direction of where value is. All right. Can I get my last scripture? Can I get my last scripture? Psalm 67 verse 6. Then shall the earth yield her increase, and God, even our own God, shall bless us. Okay, if you start from verse 5, it said, let the people praise him. If you start from verse 5, it said, let the people praise him, let the people praise him. Then the earth shall yield her increase. Thank you. So praises would trigger us to come into the place of increase. Thanksgiving, living a life of gratitude. Every, somebody once said, when you thank God, your thank will be full. When you praise God, he will raise you. When you thank God, your thank will be full. Now, I want to talk on something very quick. Protecting your increase. How do you protect your increase? How do you secure your increase? How do you protect your increase? How do you secure your increase? How do you protect your increase? Because increase that is not protected, increase that is not protected will be lost. Increase that it is not protected will be lost. Increase that is not secured will be lost. I was talking with a mentor of mine again. He said, 
he was telling me, he said, I like to ask rich men, I like to ask those who are doing well, what is their secret? What is their secret? What is their secret? He said, and a man said to me that, he said, I was asking a man, what is your greatest fear? What do you fear? He said, the man, said, one of the richest men in Ghana, he said, the man said to me, he said, my greatest fear is any day I leave money without investing. Any day I keep cash without investing the money, I'm afraid because money is volatile and our economy is going down. So if I keep a million dollar in Ghana City now and I don't invest that money, by the time I come back in the next two hours, it's no more a million dollar. I might have lost a $1,000 out of it or 2000 so I don't want to leave any money and go to bed without putting that money into a business. I don't want to put it. But the average man, the average man, what the average man does is that the average man will have money, keep it in bank and sit down. And every money you keep must go down. You will chop it. You will spend it. You will pay rent. You will go to hospital. Somebody will call for emergency and all of that and all of that and all of You will keep spending. It will finish. It will finish. So we've got to recalibrate our mind if we must shift to the realm of increase. If we must shift to the realm of increase, we've got to recalibrate our mind. How do you protect your increase? Number one is tighten. Number one is tighten. Number one is tighten. Number one is tighten. Can we get back to our regular um, scripture, Malachi 3, 7, 8, 9, and 10. Malachi 3, 7, 8, 9, and 10. Our regular scripture on tithing. Malachi chapter 3, 7, 8, 9, and 10. Kole Madavarasis. He's the Holy Ghost, Spirit of the Living God. Even from the days of your fathers, ye are gone away from my ordinance and have not kept them. Return to me, and I will return to you, saith the Lord of hosts. But ye said, Wherein shall we return? Verse 8 He said, Will a man rob God? Yet ye have robbed me. But ye say, Wherein have we robbed thee? And they responded, In tithes and offering. Verse 9. Tithes and offerings. Ye are cursed with a curse, for ye have robbed me, even this whole nation. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be room. There may be meat, sorry. There may be meat in mine house and prove me now wherewith say the lord of hosts if i will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive can you help me with verse 11 just give me verse 11 um Nanaya, when I'm done, get me the version you are posting from verse 5. All right? Get it from me from verse 5 when I'm done with this. And I will rebuke the devourers for your sakes, 
and it shall not destroy the fruit of your ground, neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time in the feed, say the Lord of hosts. So he said that even what I'm going to do by this is I'm going to keep your vine. The vine is a plant that has a fruit. So you see the way you plant mango. Everyone listen now. Let's read Bible meticulously. You see the way you plant your mango, your tomatoes. So you come back and you realize some mangoes have fallen on the ground, become rotten. God was saying to them, because those days they were farmers. They were farmers. God said, if you stay committed to me in Python, that thing you come, you see your mango has fallen. I will protect your mango that it won't fall and get rotten. You will be the one to pluck it. Or am I explaining something different? Are you following me? He said, your vine shall not cast her fruit before time in the feet. It won't fall and get rotten. I will make sure you will be the one to pluck your mango by yourself. Go and sell it and make your profit. Why? You have a covenant with me. You have a covenant with me. So tithing secures your increase. I will rebuke the devourers for your sakes. It secures, it protects your increase. And he began with saying, will a man rob God? He said, yeah, you have robbed me. So every non-titer, every hittatite, there's a tribe in the Bible called hittatite. Everyone that does not pay their tithe is from is a hittatite. And every hittatite is a thief. He said, but because you have robbed, not thief now, robbery includes weapons, guns, bomb. Everyone that doesn't pay their tithe is an armed robber. Armed one. Get me your version. Let me get into the next point very quick. Titan is a very popular phenomenon. We don't even need an explanation anymore. Alright. So I will come to you on a trial. I will be quick to testify against sorcerers, adulterers, and perjurers against, against those who defraud laborers of their wages. We'll talk about this topic another day. Very serious. People are working for you. You are, you are not paying them what they are working for. There's a judgment on it. Those who oppress the widows and the fatherless and deprive the foreigners among you of justice, but do not fear me, says the Lord. You see those of you who are, who are worrying Nigerians in this country. Oh, Father in heaven. Let's go. Give me the next verse. It's just sarcasm. Don't take me serious on that. I, the Lord, do charge, do not change. I, the Lord, do not change. So you, the descendant of Jacob, you are not destroyed. Okay. Ever since the time of your ancestors, you have turned away from my decrees and have not kept them. Return to me and I will return to you, says the Lord Almighty. All right, let's go verse 8. This one will speak normal English. Don't cut out anything. Paste everything. You can shrink it, but paste everything the way you get it. But you ask, how are we to return? It's verse 8. Will a man mortar rob God? Yet you rob me. But you ask, how are we robbing you? In tithes and offerings. You are under a curse. Your whole nation. Because you are robbing me. Alright, let's go on. 10 and 11. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, 
says the Lord Almighty. See, if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will not be room enough to store it, I will prevent pests from devouring your crops and the vines in your fields will not drop their fruit before it is ripe. Say here the Lord Almighty. So see what I was explaining? The vines, they will not drop before it wraps. You start losing, you start getting losses. Before salary will come, you are in debt. Before problem come, and all of that. So verse 12 said, nations will call you blessed. Now look at what people bring into argument to their own faith. They said, this scripture was written to the Israelites. This scripture was written, written to the Israelites. Yes, that is very true. So me that is a Ghanaian, how did I become an Israelite? What concerned me with Israel? What concerned me with the children of Jacob? Even the Israel that the scripture was written for, they are not even following Jesus. They are not even following God. They are not even following what the Bible is saying. And yet, look at them. They are prosperous. They are what power. They are doing well. Number one. Number one. Number one. You are not Israelites. No problem. Why are you coveting Abraham's blessing? You are not Israelite. No problem. Why are you interested in the blessing of Isaac and Jacob? All of this blessing have come and was embedded in Jesus Christ. As you receive Jesus, you become a partaker of the covenant of Abraham. Bible spoke about that in the book of Galatians. All of these blessings, we are God did not erode them away. He planted them. Inside Abraham. So, how do we get involved? Because we are now of the same covenant. Number two, number two, number two. Number two is that the Bible was really written for progression that is why the bible was written progressively that is why the bible have not been written another another one has not been written today you only get different version so you will not see anything like okay we now have a new bible for 2023 so that old one is gone no the same thing that stood yesterday is same today same tomorrow and same forever so what God made it in a way that the Bible is spiritual and spirits don't die. So through the letter, get a revelation of what it is talking about for you today. So people come in, say the Bible was written years ago. It was written to farmers. Are you a farmer? Do you farm? No, you don't farm. But the scripture still accounts to you. Whatever you do now, it can have effect on it. Except you choose not to believe the Bible. You are an atheist, you are a Muslim. Go your way. But you choose to be a Christian. Understand that everything the Bible wrote applies to you. But you must get this understanding. If the Bible was written today, it would have spoken to this language. So you must be able to translate it into today's revelation and understanding and walk in the reality. I sat down days ago and I said to myself, if the Bible was written today, certain things would have changed. Now the book of James said, James 5 said that confess your sins one unto another. If Jesus was there today, if James was alive today writing that, he would have said, confess your sin one to another. He would have added condition. Because before, if you confess your sin to somebody, they will pray for you. But right now, if you confess your sin to somebody, they will post on the WhatsApp status. 
So if James was in this generation of iPhone and Android and iOS, he would have added a clause to that scripture. Confess your sin one to another. But if you realize that this person is like this, stay on your own. As simple as ABC. So you now go and read that scripture parallel. Oh, confess your sin one to another. Somebody you have told things about you yesterday, they told everybody. Told again last month, they told them, you now come. Oh, I killed somebody. The police will arrest you in two minutes. In two minutes. So understand the Bible secures us from Devara. Listen, the Titan, rather, covenant of Titan secures us from Devara. Titan is not um, the law, according to what people Some will tell you Titan is Old Testament. When they see they have nothing to hold, they tell Titan is the law, and God said that the law has been destroyed. Titan is not under the law. Titan is under the covenant. Abraham had a covenant of Titan with God. Jacob had a covenant of Titan with God. He said to God, when I leave this land, when I prosper, everything I earn, I will give you a tenth of it. So Moses only came to re-echo the law during the law, but it has already existed. What God did was to remove the fear. Even Jesus came and said, I did not come to destroy the law. Came to remove the fear. Don't see it as a punishment. Hey, if I don't tithe now, I will die. If I don't tithe now, that doesn't should that does that mean you should default? No. But do with understanding is a work of love. You are doing out of love for God, for his work, for his house. So it shouldn't be something of a compulsion. Somebody have to flog you. Somebody have to carry your tithe card and be calling record every week, every month. Hey, come and pay. No, 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 no. Do it now out of love. That is what Jesus did. The devourer goes after every seed. But the devourer only finds opportunity, finds an opportunity to eat seeds that are not properly planted. The devourer will come after every seed. If you read the parable of the sower, Matthew 13, Mark chapter 4, he spoke about the, the sower who went to sow. Some fell on thorns, some fell here, fell here, and all of that, and all of that. The devourer will come after every seed, but it will only find opportunity to eat the seeds that are not properly planted. Let me say this to us. Don't be a Christian that sows seed without tithing. It will be foolish. One thing that rebukes devourers from your seed is your tithe. One of the things that rebukes, most of us receive money, we just give offering, give whatever we want to give to church, we don't give seed, so we feel I've given, I've given. It doesn't matter. No. Your tithe is your tithe. Your seed is your seed. One thing that rebukes the devourers over your seed is your tithe. Is your tithe. So he said I will rebuke the devourers for your sake. And he meant it. He meant it. He meant it. So before you begin to pray and ask God, Father, rebuke every devourer, you've got to check, are you doing what will bring the devourer? Why is the devourer always coming against you? Why is the devourer always? God is not wicked. God is not heartless. God is not happy. When one thing begins to repeat again and again, stop and go to God. What is missing? What did I do wrong? What have I done wrong? What am I not doing right? 
you are suffering. Somebody reached out to me days ago. I felt bad for her, but I said, you and your husband should get into the prayer of inquiry. Let's ask God question. Let's ask God question. All your children are sick. You are in debt. Your salary that comes, you can't spend them. Every I say, no, you people should go back. Let's make inquiry. Something is missing. It's not normal. Let's go and ask God question. Father, what are we not doing? What did they do? What have they done? Who has done this? It's very important for you to life to become hard. You are earning salary, but there's nothing you are doing with your money. You don't have any money savings anywhere. You keep borrowing, borrowing. No, calm down. Stop. Stop borrowing. Stop doing any projects. Stop doing anything and get back to prayer. While you pray, analyze yourself. Where, since when did this thing start? What happened before this thing started? A young man reached out to me who was a bank banker. He was also a forex trader. Instead, I told me I was making money in millions and all of that. Suddenly, everything went down. I said, when did this thing happen? Oh, I can't remember. I just I said, no. Where, what year? He said, no, this is it. Something happened. Who asked you for money? He said, no, my uncle called me. He has never asked for money before, and I know him to be a fetish priest. Called me that he wanted some money. I said, I don't have it. Called and called and called and called, worried me, and I sent him the money. He said, two months later, I lost my job. He did my life has not been the same. So you must trace back the source and deal with it from the source. Number two thing that preserve your increase. Are you still following? Are you still following or you are tired? All right. The second thing that protects your increase is joy. Joy. Ooh. The second thing that protects your increase is joy. 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 Philippians 4 verse 4. Philippians 4 verse 4. We love you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Can I get my scriptures? Now get ready for me. Psalm 30 verse 5. Rejoice in the Lord always. How, how many times do you rejoice? How many times? How many times? Somebody tell me, tell me. How many times do you rejoice? How many times? Always. In what situation do you rejoice? Only when you are happy? Only when money comes? Is it only when you get married? Only when you get pregnant? Always. Rejoice. Where? Not in your achievement. Always. Not every morning. Not every noon. Not every night. Rejoice always. Morning, afternoon, evening, night, midnight, in your sleep. Rejoice. Where do you rejoice? In the Lord. So your rejoicing should not be waiting for a car. Should not be waiting for engagement ring. Should not be waiting for anything. Rejoice. The prescription is in the Lord. Inside the Lord. Why are you happy? God is good. Why are you happy? Jesus loves me. Why are you happy? God is good. Why are you happy? Oh, God is so merciful. That's all. 
You are not serious. No, it's enough. It's more than enough. Rejoice in the Lord always. And I say again, rejoice. I've told us rejoice means it has happened before. So you can make it happen again. Rejoice. Do it again. Do it again. Make it happen again. Make it happen again. So you are, you are in control of your joy. Uh, give me uh, Psalm 30 now, verse 5. Psalm 30, verse 5. Then get me John 16, 22. Ooh, I choose joy. Psalm 30, verse 5. John 16, verse 22. Psalm 4, verse 7. For his anger endure but a moment. In his favor is life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy surely cometh. Weeping may, it may, it may. But one thing is it joy surely is coming. Joy surely is coming. Let's give me John 16, verse 22. Kalaman Shavalagriya, Sikahasis. I feel joy in my heart right now. But rejoicing comes in the morning. Comes in the morning. Is a choice. Is a choice. Choose joy. And ye now, therefore, have sorrow. But I will see you again, and your, your heart shall rejoice. And your joy, no man take it from you. Can you make up your mind from today that nobody can take your joy? Nothing can take my joy. Nothing can take my joy. You try to make me sad. All right, I will ignore you because nothing can take. Listen, people will do everything every day to make you unhappy. Make up your mind, nothing will take your joy. I just choose to be happy. I just choose to be joyful. I just choose to be joyful. I just choose to be joyful. John 15, verse 11. Psalm 4, verse 7. Joy. John. Imagine I'm calling John joy. Woo, yeah. John 15. Let me take just those two scriptures. And ye know. Okay. We already read that. Psalm 4, verse 7. Thou hast put gladness in my heart. That word there speaks of joy. Thou hast put joy in my heart. More than in the time that their corn and their wine increase. So it is he saying that my joy is even bigger than the investment of my enemies. All their net worth put together, my joy is more than it. Get my last scripture, John 15 verse 11. John 15 verse 11. I give you praise, Lord. These days have I spoken unto you that my joy might remain in you and that your joy might be full. So there is full joy and there is half joy. There is full joy and there is half joy. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. So there is a content of information that you know. There is something you know. Huh? I have told you these things. That my joy, there are things you know that your joy cannot be taken. There are things you must know. Listen, joy is a choice. You have the ability to choose to be happy or choose to be sad. Unfortunately, we've made the choice to be sad a lot of time. All right? I've said to us again and again, joy can protect you. Joy is a weapon of deliverance. Joy is a tool of deliverance. Joy is a tool of deliverance. Now note this, what you see can affect your joy. Joy 
is sight conscious. Be careful what you see. Joy is sight and sound sensitive. Be careful what you hear. Be careful what you see. It can destroy your joy. So there are things people come and tell me and say, why are you telling me now? They feel like, oh, why are you acting? No, 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 no. I want my joy to be protected. Somebody just died. Why are you coming to tell me? I'm probably just robbed somewhere. Why are you coming to tell me? Anything bad, why are you coming to tell me? If it does not concern me, it has nothing to add to me, I don't know the person, please console them on my behalf. Don't bring it to me. Console them on my behalf. Don't come and change my mood. The Bible would say in Psalm 16:11 that in his presence there's fullness of joy. One of the signs that you have God, you have the Holy Ghost, is that your joy is always full. Your joy is always full. A mentor of mine would say, nothing dies until joy dies. Nothing dies in your hand. Nothing dies in your life until joy dies. The moment joy dies, that, that thing begins to die. If it was dead or lost, joy can bring it back. Psalm 1, 1, 2, 1, right? Psalm 1, 2, 1, 6 and 7, said they that sow in tears shall reap in joy. They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. If there is no joy, you can't reap what you sow. If there is no joy, so joy determines the outcome of your seed. We're talking about increase. How do you protect it? Joy. Joy. Oh, I gave 10,000 Ghana cities. Okay. I gave $1,000. Okay. But where's the joy? I'm not happy. I don't know why. You will lose your seed. You can't reap if you don't have joy. You can't reap. And I've said to us, anytime you say I, I choose joy, let it be a physical activity your smile your shout your jump there must be a trigger over your joy your shout is an activity that can stir your joy your shout is an oppression of faith i choose joy Joy is inside of you. Joy is within you. Joy operates within you. It operates within you. Joy operates inside of you. Joy operates within you. So, if you want to change the things you are seeing around you, if you want to change the things you are seeing around you, you have to use the things inside of you to change it. And that is your joy. If you want to change the things around you, You've got to use the things inside of you to change the things around you.
and that is your joy. Somebody say, I have joy. I choose joy. Somebody say, I have joy. Say, I choose joy. 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 Listen, what that statement means is that there are many options at my disposal. There are many options. My marriage is not going fine. My finance is not going fine. My business is crumbling. My health is deteriorating. I'm owing. I have this and that challenge and all of that. But I choose joy. I choose joy. So you have a lot of, as I said, that joy is a decision. Your joy is a decision. Your joy is a decision. You can control it. I can choose to be sad now. I can choose it. I can choose to be unhappy. I can choose to cry. But I look at everything. Which one will benefit me more? I choose joy. I look at everything. Which one will benefit me more? I choose joy. That is where my benefit is. I choose joy. I choose joy. So you can protect your increase. You can secure your increase. There are other points, but we're going to deal with it another time. Wherever you are right now, just give God a joyful praise, a joyful thanks. Lift your voice right now. Let's give him a joy. Thank him for joy. Thank him for joy. I have other things. I have a lot of things that would have weighed me down. But I choose to allow joy to prevail. My marriage is not working. I am, I am at this age. I don't have a child yet. I don't have a job yet. I'm not married yet. I could have chosen to become sad and become depressed. But what will I benefit in depression? I would rather benefit being in the psychiatric home. I choose joy. I choose joy. I choose joy. Father, thank you for your joy. Thank you for your Holy Spirit you've made available. One of the signs that you have the Holy Ghost is your joy. If you are always sad, we need to check. Either you don't have the Holy Ghost or there is wrong with what you think you have. Because he said where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is fullness of joy. There is fullness of joy. Kalaman Devrahasis. O Lebrenemon Sabalagada Shadaya. Go ahead and give God praise right now. Go ahead and give God praise right now. Go ahead and give God praise. Give Him praise. Give Him praise. Give Him praise. Give Him praise. Thank you for joy. 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 This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and I will be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will be rejoiced. I will rejoice. I will be glad. I don't have everything figured out. I don't have everything put together. But I choose joy. I don't have everything figured out. I don't have it all put together. But I choose joy. I choose joy. Le carasu bredizos, e le carasse balandosa, limende que burra di valahande que dizos, 
Lekiro Soton di Baratalagado Shalada. Ele prekesulate velerimantalagadijos. I choose joy. 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 I have a lot of options. Keep keep that utterance is very important. It will help your understanding and it will help put the devil where he belongs. I have a lot of options. I have a lot of choices to make, but I choose joy. I am a cause of I can decide to be sad right now. I can decide to be discouraged. I can be decide. I can decide. I can decide. I can make up my mind just to cry right now. But I choose joy. Oh, thank you, Lord, for you have made me glad. Thank you, Lord, for you have made me glad. Thank you, Lord, for you have made me glad. Rebalasu gedi branamanche elekago de verenemense tali beleko zatarande bregedisho tole galabande se li faro sapalante li grenishos o maladara satabali gradasis. I choose joy. I choose joy. Thank you for your joy. Thank you for your joy. Thank you because you have made me glad. Thank you, Lord, for that situation is changing. Listen, joy is a weapon of deliverance. Joy is a tool of deliverance. It can save you in advance. It can save you in that problem. Right now, I don't know what that situation that it is currently in your life. Can you rejoice over it? I want you to joy over the situation. I want you to joy over the circumstance. Ah, la barataya. I choose to rejoice. I choose to rejoice. I choose to rejoice over my financial difficulties. I choose to rejoice. shalagadiza. I choose to rejoice. I choose joy. I choose joy. I choose joy. Legate brosoto le perete. I know a lot is not working, but I choose joy. Oh, teleman de brasatali gradivos. Ribolos sekepele tegredi shalahasis. Oh, lemonendish kapalato yaparata. The joy of the Lord, the psalmist will say, is my strength. The joy of the Lord 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 is my strength. It is my energy booster. Elika parasota. Lekarate prekesoto. Ele preketo shalagapa rategra safata. Ele preketo shalabanda legadizas. Lekirota palatash. 
Licoroso falatali gradesis. Oh, Danaman Shadavaladasis. Eleven Levadados. Elemena Corsi Brata Lavadizos. I choose joy. We subdue every challenge of our life. We subdue and subject them to joy right now. Ah, that financial challenge, we subdue it to joy right now. That confusion, we subdue it to joy right now. That confusion, that contradiction, that lack of help, we subdue it to joy right now. We subdue it to joy right now. We subdue it to joy right now. Come on, go ahead, go ahead. We subdue it to joy right now. We subdue it to joy right now. La pare balada. I love that. I choose joy over my problems. I choose joy. Mention the problem. Let the problem bow right now. We are subjecting the devil to his mockery and telling him how empty he is. Le prokotoya balada. I choose joy over my financial challenges. I choose joy over sickness. I choose joy over disappointment. I choose joy over marital failure. I choose joy. I choose joy, I choose joy, I choose joy, I choose joy. 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 I choose joy over the attacks of the enemies. I took joy. I choose joy over stagnation. I choose joy. I superimpose joy over the insufficiencies in my life. I choose the joy of the Holy Ghost. I choose the joy, not the joy of the world, but the joy of Jesus. Latte barasata. Kilomon sigabalate grevelento eligata barasata valadozi belete gredivos o ratataya recalayandosa perenen soti breketula barase o my father lebarada balada baladasis colemenem brigadasis O Gabalande. Oh, we love you, sweet Holy Spirit. We adore you, precious Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your joy. Thank you 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 for your joy. Thank you. 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 Thank you for your joy. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 
we are praying right now we are telling god the father every enemy of my joy i subdue them right now every enemy of my joy i subject them right now to the fire of the holy ghost i subdue every anything attacking my joy go ahead and pray we're going to restart in a few minutes let me just pray for some persons and we go and come back tonight go ahead and pray enemies of my joy anything attacking my joy anything confronting my joy be attacked right now be destroyed right now be confronted right now be subdued right now le brada shalada oh legate berede zu legate berede to la prakate le fetizos le carasa brate ke limo do shodigra falera namahanses le kafule te belende ke do shabalata ila te gadi brogodon jabalakadezes Eta palatora patasha de briga. Anything attacking my joy, I subdue you now to the judgment of God. Anything attacking my joy, anything fighting all my means to be joyful, all my means to be joyful, whatever that is attacking it, I bring you under the judgment of the Holy Ghost right now. Receive judgment of fire, receive judgment of fire. You spirit of delay, disappointment, struggle, stagnation, receive judgment right now. Lekata parato, lekete peretaya, osaka tibreke tule perete, kateke bahasis. Ilagadaba. Relebelegadebelegadebelegadebelegadebelegadebelegadebelegadebelegadebelegadebelegadebelegadebelegadebelegadebelegadebelegadebelegadebelegadebelegadebelegadebelegadebelegadebelegadebelegadebelegadebel